Palestine Report on Sabah Muslim with Molana Ibrahim Musa. Molana, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Molana. Huge anti Netanyahu protest. Let's understand Israel's latest crisis. Yes, so this past weekend we saw, and this is the second weekend running, uh, numbers uh, reaching. 100,000 Israelis taking to the streets, uh, protesting against uh, certain changes that are promulgated by the government of Benjamin Netanyahu. But uh, before we look at what's the reason for that, let's take a few steps back. And uh, we, we had just yesterday Benjamin Netanyahu dismissing uh, Arya Derry, who's the leader of the Shah's party, uh, from his cabinet. He was almost doubted to be the uh, deputy prime minister. He, at the time of his firing, was the health minister and the interior minister. Uh, This is not a move that Netanyahu uh, did on his own accord. He was basically forced by the court. Uh, And in that he loses a major uh, ally and a very senior uh, part of this coalition, in fact, much more important than the likes of uh, Itamar Ben-Gavir and Bezalel Smotrich. The background to this was uh, in the week the Supreme Court of Israel disqualified Derry uh, from holding public office because of his uh, previous convictions of fraud and straight after that the Attorney General of the State of Israel instructed Netanyahu to fire him uh, on this basis. Now, these two people, besides the political support, as I mentioned, of the Shah's party for this coalition, uh, the, 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 the personal fates of Netanyahu and Derry are interlinked because both of them basically have these uh, corruption allegations over their head and both of them uh, are kind of uh, fighting these battles together and uh, you know trying to subvert the institutions of the state of Israel to be able to support their particular causes. Uh, and the approach taken by Netanyahu and Derry was to try and change the legal system in, or, or in Israel or try to take away some of the powers of the, the, the legal system in Israel and uh, give more powers to the Knesset to override judicial decisions. And uh, as a result uh, of, of that, they were hoping to be able to thwart some of these uh, corruption allegations. Uh, because of uh, this kind of scheming by Netanyahu and by his coalition partners, uh, there's even threats now from the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of Israel to resign. And if uh, she does so, there would be many others who would uh, follow in that, uh, in that particular line. So on the back of all of this, last week Saturday, as well as the spa Saturday, there have been uh, these huge protests, 80,000 last week, 100,000 uh, this past week, uh, all protesting against these plans by Netanyahu to try and subvert the powers of the judiciary. Uh, Netanyahu's response to this uh, was that he has won the elections, he represents the will of the Israelis, and therefore these numbers uh, are really not anything that matters because he's got the majority behind him. But uh, there's clearly a deep fissure in Israeli society uh, at the moment, uh, as represented by the ballot box and uh, these protests uh, between uh, a more liberal strand of the Israeli public uh, that wants to keep for, for Jews, uh, the, the sense of democracy uh, and strong institutions, and now the uh, the new right wing that wants to do away with these institutions for a number of reasons. 
and this was outlined by uh, the Israeli Democracy Index, which showed these deep fissures and said that um, uh, a huge number of Israelis don't have uh, enough trust now in public institutions. They're unhappy about the current state of affairs and are pessimistic about uh, the future of Israel. And when he received the report, the Israeli president, Isaac Yaltsov, said that uh, these uh, statistics are unpleasant and uh, they force Israeli society to reflect on the internal tensions within us. Uh, I would say these are significant for us looking at the state of Israel from the outside and uh, the internal forces at play within the state of Israel, but at the same time, there's a significant point that's brought up here that uh, despite these waning support for these institutions and confidence in these institutions, uh, support for the army and the police forces remain at an all-time high. And that shows that this is more an internal Israeli problem, not relating to the Palestinians. And should uh, something happen where Israelis would be mobilized against the Palestinians, uh, then all of these kind of divisions would seemingly uh, evaporate. Now we see that uh, Jordan's ambassador was insulted in Masjid al-Aqsa by Israeli forces. It seems like another nail in the status quo. Totally, and uh, he is uh, Hassan Majali. He went to Masjid al-Aqsa uh, for a visit uh, in the week, and he was not allowed, or he did enter, but was not allowed to go, for, go further by uh, Israeli occupation police. Police officer came up to him, asked him for a permit, and uh, said he needed permission to visit, uh, and that he was forced to leave. There was this footage of this incident, uh, which uh, you know just uh, shows how the status quo is, is eroding. Israeli forces uh, pushing away at the bodyguards of Majari, lots of, of scuffling and insult uh, of a person of, uh, from, from the, uh, the diplomatic corps. Uh, and after the incident, the Jordanian foreign ministry summoning the Israeli ambassador to Amman for, for clarification. What makes this uh, very problematic uh, is that Jordan on paper is the uh, custodian uh, of Masjid al-Aqsa, the Hashemite custodians of Masjid al-Aqsa historically. And uh, added to that the fact that this was an ambassador, uh, which obviously meant that uh, special treatment had to be in, in order. And by the Israeli government doing this, many see this that uh, as the Israeli government trying to break all agreed upon rules and uh, showing to the Jordanians who ought to be uh, the custodians of the place that we are the masters of this place, not you or not anyone else. In the same week, we had uh, the Imam of Masjid al-Aqsa, Sheikh Omar Kiswani, also uh, frisked by the Israeli police at one of the entrances of Masjid al-Aqsa. But in the wake of this, uh, Marana, we have the uh, Jordanian parliament, some parliamentarians saying that their government's response has been very weak uh, to this insult to the ambassador and by putting forward just uh, a statement, uh, it just encourages Israel, uh, Israel to go further and escalate against uh, the status quo and the guardianship that the Jordanians uh, have over Masjid al-Aqsa. Uh, uh, perhaps looking at the seriousness of the situation, we saw a huge delegation of European diplomats, including the British ambassador and many others uh, coming to Masjid al-Aqsa the day after uh, and in their statements they showed support for the status quo and uh, threw their weight behind the uh, Jordanian custodianship of not only the Muslim but the Christian holy sites in, in Jerusalem. But I'll, I'll, I'll have to say there's an alternative take to all of this that just as 
the Jordanians. Um, uh, you know, there's criticism now for the Jordanians not uh, being uh, steadfast enough to confront the Israelis strongly on this. Uh, many Okaf employees at Masjid al-Aqsa similarly have felt that the Jordanian custodianship has just been something on paper for a long period of, of time. And uh, when they were attacked, uh, you know, guards at Masjid al-Aqsa, imams at Masjid al-Aqsa were attacked, uh, they didn't feel as if the Jordanians had their back for a long, long period of time. And this just shows that although it is still an important part of the equation, it is very feeble. And uh, the Israelis have loved on this illusion that you know, we've given after 1967, we've given freedom of worship to religions in Jerusalem, we've given Jordan custodianship. So it's a kind of uh, fake uh, edifice that has, uh, you know, grown rings over a period of time where, uh, you know, people feel they have some sort of power, whereas in actual fact the ground is very fast moving and has been moving under all Israeli administrations to uh, change the historic character of Jerusalem and slowly but surely slip away the uh, custodianship and control from those who even had marginal control. All right, Mahana. Shukran so much for your time. As always, we'll talk again next week, inshallah. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.